Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today I have... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith. Today we are in Psalm 26. It is another Psalm of David. It is... Um, labeled, I will bless the Lord in my Bible. And I'm going to ask Steve if you mind reading it today, or do you want me to read it? <coughs> oh. No, I, I can You're read right? it. I have no idea what the problem is. As soon as we press record, yeah. it's like some prickly creature crawls into my some throat prickly creature. and just kind of nice. starts to mess. I don't know what it is. It's like a Pavlovian dog kind of thing. I push the button to record. And I instantaneously want to have a coffee fit. I haven't been coughing at all. I could see you I don't know doing something strange over there. I drink some water. <laughs> it's all good. But maybe Psalm 26. Are you, are you okay Maybe Psalm 26 will fix me. So here we go. Okay. Psalm 26. I will bless the Lord. All right. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with the men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence, and I go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous wondrous deeds. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. I do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whom, in whose hands are evil devices, and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In mm. the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. Mm, I love that. I will bless the Lord, which is what this is titled. And we see that David is starts off, the confidence in this psalm is what oh, I yeah. love. Yeah, he's, I love he's, his confidence. He, he's feeling good here. Right? Like, vindicate me. What does vindicate mean? To clear someone of blame or suspicion. So he's saying, okay, God, I know that I am blameless. Vindicate me. I have walked in integrity. I have trusted in you without wavering. So clear me because I am confident yeah. That I'm going to be found. Yeah, he just, yeah, he def- definitely oozes confidence. I love it. In his I just, I just bits. love it. And then verse two, prove me, O Lord, try me, test my heart and mind. So he's not just saying vindicate me, clear me. I'm in, I, I am walking in integrity, which we know that from scripture that integrity and walking upright is important to the Lord. Yeah, we know this. He makes that very clear. And and it was David. Uh, as well, it was very important to David. Maybe mm-hmm. not always in his life, but when he when he wasn't walking in integrity, he repented right away. Yeah. Uh, so it was important to him to not be hypocritical, to not to live uh, in a way that he matched what he said. His actions yeah. matched his he, words, he, right? He, he wanted a faithful life. He Yes, he was faithful. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. That was important to him. So verse 2, he says, Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. His confidence here that the Lord will find him without blame because of his integrity yeah. is something that I think 
can teach us. Yeah. You know, like, and he says, verse three goes on to say, for your steadfast love is before my eyes and I walk in your faithfulness. So yes, I am in, well, yeah, I'm walking in integrity. And we're a broken record every time we come to David's Psalms, particularly, oh, for sure. particularly like this one, we, you know, nobody can really quite agree where it belongs in his life. No, that but, is right. And that's for a his, lot of them, actually. His faithfulness hmm. isn't found that he's claiming isn't found in his ability. It's yes, found in that's what God's I was gonna faithfulness, say. You're right? just totally trumping me right now. Love it. I'm not coughing, so it's good. You're not <laughs> coughing. This yeah. is a win. <laughs> but it's right. It's it's the Lord's steadfast love that his eyes, that keeps David on track because his eyes are on the Lord. Yeah. You know, he walks in God's faithfulness because we can try to be faithful, but we we can't on our own. We aren't. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, our sin nature gets in there and we aren't faithful, but it is the Lord who makes us faithful. Yeah. And so David is just saying that, okay, I'm found faithful because of you. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that. So I find this psalm goes on to tell us what David is saying. He's walking in integrity. So it's showing us what does it mean? What does a what life does look mean? like when you walk in integrity? Well, verse 4 starts and it says, I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. Right? Yep. He stays away from that. Anything that's false, people that lie, that, that uh, say one thing and do another, or maybe they're deceitful, um, they're false. He stays away from them. He does not consort with hypocrites. Again, like and in, the, in, the, in the New Testament we have, yeah. David didn't have the New Testament, but we have you know, the Pharisees who were the biggest hypocrites of the time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. So um, he, David has nothing to do with them. So to walk in integrity, you don't have anything to do with falsehood. Yep. Verse 5 goes on to say, I hate the assembly of the evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. So when you love integrity, you you hate what God hates. Yeah. Right? You do not sit with the wicked. You do not even give them a little bit into your life. You don't listen to them. You don't spend time with them. You don't let them speak into your life. You stay away from wicked. Yeah, there's a... I'm I'm sorry, I got distracted. Oh, did you? Cool. uh, Well, I think it's cool because I like C.S. Lewis. But uh, a quote that actually goes with this uh, verse. Okay. Right, so... Mm. um, Verse verse 5 specifically? 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many people have a very strong desire to meet celebrated or important people, including those whom they disapprove. Mm. But I am inclined to think a Christian should be wise to avoid, where he decently can, any meeting with people who are bullies mm. or lavishless, lavishless. What is that word? Lavishious. lavishious? I forget that word now that you're L-A-F-C-I-V-I-O-U-S. saying it. L-A-F-C-I-V-I-O-U-S. Cruel, dishonest, spiteful, and so forth. Not because we are too good for them. Mm. In a sense, we're not good enough. We're not good enough to cope with yeah. all the temptations, nor clo- clever enough to cope with all the problems mm. which an evening spent in such society produces. That's right. That's uh, C.S. Lewis talking. And, and a guy who would have got invited oh, to all sorts of stuff because yeah. he was, was well-known and popular in his lifetime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't an author that became well-known and popular at, after his death, right? He was right. one who was well-known at... Well alive. Well, I'm, I'm both. I mean, obviously, he hasn't lost popularity in death. No, but he would. But, but he would have got. He was unknown in life. Yeah, he would have no, got invited right. to sit with. He was quite people. respected. <laughs> yeah, totally, absolutely, and I think that's exactly what verse, what verse five, what David is saying. Just yeah. stay away from that. Not because oh, I totally. love that. Not because we're not good enough. Because we're not strong enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, 
Um, or not because we're too good, but because we're not good enough. I, I like that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So here David is saying, you know, I, I'm going to stay away from the things that God dislikes. And then verse 6 kind of switches it, right? I yeah. wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. Mm-hmm. So it's like the opposite. Now he's loving righteousness. He's washing his hands, submerging himself in innocence and thanking God aloud. And I love how it's saying yeah. it aloud. He's not thanking God just in his own private um, prayer life or private house where no one else sees it. No, he's walking yeah. around, thanking out loud. People are going to be seeing him. Yeah. This is this is a very open and... Um, not overt, that's the same thing, but like just very obvious yeah. that he is thanking the Lord and he is striving and seeking what God wants. Let's see, and this is one of those things where when you stop and you think about what he's saying, our modern understanding of it mm. uh, blurs it, dilutes it. Okay. Um, we wash our hands all the time. Yes. Because we have the luxury of sinks with running water. And soap. Soap, yeah. towels. Yeah. How... How often mm-hmm. were they washing their hands? Or any. Right? Like, like honestly, the, you know, when you got to go get your water for the day yeah. at a well, and I mean, David was a king, so clearly it's a different... Other different, people were getting different, his water. Different, <laughs> different world for him. <laughs> yeah. But for the average person... But he may not have been a king at this point. But the average person who needs to go get a bucket, and that water's got to last for the day... Yes, it's a You're different not washing mentality. your hands the same way we wash our hands today. Right. Like in the winter, I wash my hands so much that they go chapped and... They're yeah. dry most yeah, of the yeah. time. Like, I'm always washing I'm, my hands. We're sitting in a room that doesn't have, like we're in uh, a bedroom in our house. Yeah. And there's no running water in here. No. This would be a house. Yeah. Right? Like you just wouldn't have that opportunity. So for him to say, like, I wash my hands and I go around your altar and I like, he's saying like, this is like a continual, I'm trying to get clean enough. Yeah. But I just can't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. And he's just, yeah, exactly. So we'll just leave that there. Verse verse 8 goes on. I love, um, sorry, I'm reading it from my notes, not from the Bible. I don't have the full verse. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory mm. dwells. I love this because this is one of the things that God has been impressing upon me, I think. Um, and the question just is, do you love the church? Right? Mm-hmm. So David is saying, I love the habitation of your house. I love where you live. Yeah. I love your church. So we know that Jesus loves the church. Yeah. That's actually, bread. and that's one of the things that I like. I love that line in this, mm. is this psalm as well, because as a pastor, um, that's one of the things that I've always loved to do. Yeah. Is to go into the sanctuary, the auditorium, whatever you have, and just sit in the quiet, when all the lights are off, when, when the worship team is not there, when people, and just sit in the stillness where we gather to worship God. Hmm. Currently we rent a building. Yeah. I can't do that. Right. I don't, I don't have that as part Hmm. of my, part of my devotional worshiping routine. Right. Right. And I miss that. Yeah. Right. That's something that, uh, we take for granted having that place. A specific. Now, David, place pre you know pre-cross pre-churches right. all over the place he was in jerusalem yeah with the tabernacle yes right not yeah. the temple yet but the tabernacle right and well where the glory dwells but this side yeah where 
the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Is, is in so us. we can take it that step further and say, not just the place where God dwells. Like, do yeah. we love his people? Do we love his people? Do When we love Jesus, we love the things that he loves. So yeah. we love each other. We love the church for the good of the church. Mm-hmm. And the church is us now, yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, do we serve the church without bickering, without bitterness, without that... Oh, I have to do this. But do we serve with love <laughs> oh, and with joy? I hope they joy? don't sit in my row. Yeah, oh, right? Oh, that kid oh no, that, they're that here today? That kid that kicks my chair is oh. behind me again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that lady spilled my commun- communion last time. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's always me spilling <laughs> yeah. other people's communion. We, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just, it's a bit of a disaster. We have transitioned as our, at our church to we communion. We have the Lord's Supper every week, and we, we don't use those little... Pre-packaged dealies because no, those anymore. are those are horrible. We those are the we're COVID back to ones. we are away we're from back, that. We're back to good good old <laughs> juice and, in those little cups. And, Although it's still disgusting. Uh, yeah, they still get spilled though. So I know. Yeah, yeah I have to wash that. But yeah, there's. Do we serve willingly? Do we go with the joyful heart, praising God? Because mm. when we love Him, that will be our outpouring, and He is the one. That when we're, our eyes are on him, that he continually can grow that in us to make us more like yeah. him and to give us that love for each other and for the church as he loves. We only get that from him. Yeah. Verse 9, do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men in whose hands are evil devices and whose right, right hands are full of bribes. Mm-hmm. Yes, do not yeah. sweep my soul away. Don't mix me in with those who don't love you, who those who scheme, yeah. those who do evil, those who bribe. They're not honest. They're not upright. They are not living in integrity. I, I have nothing to do with them. Yeah. And then, too, again, one of my weirder quirks that I have, I love so reading quirky. the sto- stories uh, of David's mighty men. Yes, I know. You have always loved the mighty men. This, was a, this is a guy saying this right here yeah. that I won't, right? Mm. I will not sit with bloodthirsty men. Yep. And yet he has an elite, an elite fighting force of who, dudes from around the right? world yep. at the time who are really good at spilling blood. Right. But they they aren't bloodthirsty. They right. are they in themselves evil. are honorable men. Yes. Right? Yes. Now for whatever reasons they've all left their their countries, their 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 naturalized places of 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 where you would think they would right. be. And they have come to. They came to David to to fight with him. Yeah. Um, and, yes. And here he is saying, you know, so if this is in that time where he's running in the desert, he's saying, I don't sit with mm. people who kill just to kill. Right. I don't sit with people who look to just destroy to destroy. Yeah. Well, and how many times did he have the opportunity to kill Saul, and he never oh, did yeah. because Saul was God's anointed king at that time, and he was waiting, and yeah. he was waiting. David was waiting for yeah. his time for God's time yeah it's amazing really verse 11 but as for me so he's just saying do not sweep my soul away with sinners nor my life with bloodthirsty men Mm -hmm. talks about how they're evil they have evil devices they're bribing you know on one hand they're doing this and on the other hand they're bribing you and they're dishonest he's saying but for me i will walk in my integrity and then he says to the lord redeem me and be gracious to me my foot stands on level ground. Yeah. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. Mm-hmm. So again, comes back. It starts with integrity. It ends with integrity. David talking about it, right? I will walk 
in my integrity, redeem me, be gracious to me. And I love how this shows us that no matter how good, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, the parentheses good or, yeah. um, or sorry, quotation marks, um, good that David is and how honest he is. Um, it's not enough without Jesus. Yeah. No. Right? Like, redeem me, be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. Yeah. So integrity is such an important part of our own walk of faith. Yeah. Right? So do you live how you say that you live? Can you live with the confidence that, like David says to the Lord, test me? Because you know that your heart is pure. You know that you're walking in integrity and you love what Jesus loves. Are you a person who does walk in integrity? Do you love righteousness? Do you fight for faithfulness? Do you love the church? Do you sacrifice for the church? Do you volunteer? Do you serve willingly and with joyfulness? Yeah, I got a quote. Okay. I'm throwing Spurgeon. You're just like on fire tonight. Super chatty. Uh, Yeah, well, that's what happens. Spurgeon, so here he is. And this is is straight from one of his sermons that uses uh, Psalm 26. But in the, and this is in his closing in that psalm, but he says, mm. it seems to say to, he, he seems to, David seems to say to all, them all, yeah. hoot at me if you will. Hmm. Seek to trip me up as you please. God is high above you all, and hmm. in him I shall still stand my ground. Yeah. For blessed be his name, notwithstanding every attempt of the enemy to throw me down, my foot stands in an even place, and in the congregation I will bless the Lord. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Spurgeon's just looking at it saying, like, this is David. At the end, he's jamming the flag in the ground, just like you said, yeah, saying, I've claimed this, this is where I am. Yeah. You, I'm not moving. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I just, I just, I love how this ends, right? I love that. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. The confidence and the security that he belongs to God. Like you just said, mm-hmm. taking that stake and saying, this is it. I belong to God. We can be confident that we belong to Jesus. Do you bless him? Do you bless his name in the congregation, in your life, regardless of what's going on? Do you walk in integrity? Jesus is the one that will help you do this. He will help you follow him. He's the one that allows you and gives you the grace and the ability to be faithful to him. He's the one that makes us more Christ-like because that is his desire for all of us is to be more like him and into his image. Will you be found faithful, and do you bless his name? Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us in our conversation today. For those of you that have been with us for a little while, uh, we just crossed over uh, yeah. uh, the the six-month birthday. Yay. I feel like we should take a little picture of ourselves sitting at the <laughs> screen and hold the little thing that says, oh, look, discipleship.ca, six months. Six months. Like the people do with the baby. Did you ever think like you were going to make it six months when we started? Well, well yes, because well, we, we committed we, to we, doing it. We committed together to do this for, uh, we, we named a very specific period of time. We and did. We said, if we're not having fun, we'll quit. Yeah. And if it's not we're, you know, if it's not going out into the world and being the edifying, in then, terms of, then we're yeah. going to quit too. Uh, so we we outlined the way that we get to quit. And uh, <laughs> six months you. in, we've we uh, we got lots of listeners, more than I think we thought we were going to get. Yeah, uh, we've got. Uh, I counted it up. We got twenty two different countries have kind of listened and. Yeah. I don't still don't really understand how they keep track of these things, but three yeah, three mystery countries. So 
Maybe they we have maybe we know. have twenty five. Maybe <laughs> we don't. I don't know. I don't know um, and and we would just want to say thank you if you've been on the journey and yeah. and uh, thanks for sticking with us. If you're Absolutely. new with us, uh, we hope that you've enjoyed the podcast. And you can always subscribe or leave a like or a comment on our social streams. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. We do have a website. It's kind of meager. Basically, it's one page where when you get on there, discipleship.ca, it just has a live link to uh, different uh, podcast uh, programs that you can connect with so you can find the ones that you like. We just recently, uh, I think, got over the final hurdles with with Apple. Um, So I think we're going to get onto Apple here fairly quick and then then Google is the next one. And uh, you can always find us online there. And uh, in the near future, we hope to start putting some some written content there, some blogs and some articles and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have some. And uh, so we want to keep trying to help out uh, your journey of faith. So Mm. uh, thanks for joining us. Let other people know about us. And uh, you can always fire us messages. We've had some fun conversations with a few people. Yeah. Uh, that have just said, hey, thanks for doing what you're doing. And then we just sort of ask questions back and forth, and it's been good. Mm. So thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.